I'm Dana Perino. I'm Juan Williams. I'm Kennedy. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, March 30th, 2021. I'm Trey Ingst. New numbers released today show the suburban real estate market is booming amid the COVID-19 pandemic. They're moving into the suburbs where they can have more space, a yard, privacy away from other people. And because of that rush, everybody doing it at once, houses are going well above their asking prices uh, and there's a lot of demand. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. With many still working from home, due to coronavirus restrictions, the housing market in America is doing well. Data shows 36% of homes sold last month went for higher than their asking price. Part of this has to do with the migration in some areas of people from cities to the suburbs. So this is a 20-city price index, and it shows that from January of last year to January of this year, uh, home prices in all of those 20 cities rose at a rate of about 11.1%. For more on this story, this is Fox News and Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. And it varies if you look at different cities. It's, it's different for each city. But across the board in every single city, we're seeing uh, big increases in home values. And a uh, large part of that is because so many people are moving into homes from more dense urban areas. It's remarkable how quickly this happened. And I know as part of your reporting, you're looking at Redfin data that indicates just last month, when you're looking at homes sold in the United States, 36% of them were actually sold at a price higher than what the owners were asking for. Is this really related to coronavirus? And, and what do we know about the trends in the United States in terms of people moving out of cities and into the suburbs? Yeah, I think it is directly related to coronavirus. Um, you mentioned that data with homes uh, selling over the asking price, and a big reason for that is there's this big imbalance between the supply that's available and the demand for uh, homes. Uh, so what we're seeing uh, across the board in just about every major metro area in the country is people are leaving, and this has been going on since the start of the pandemic, and it's only continued uh, e- even into this year, which I think indicates you know, it's a trend that's here to stay. Um, people are leaving urban areas where they might have a smaller apartment or condo, not have as much space, won't have a yard that's their own, and they're moving into the suburbs where they can have more space, a yard, kind of privacy away from other people. And because of that rush, everybody doing it at once, uh, houses are going well above their asking prices, uh, and there's a lot of demand and the supply is limited because there's only so many houses in the world and they can't build them fast enough, basically. Families often try to live in similar neighborhoods. Sometimes if they're in a city, the same apartment building. How are people across the United States dealing with this issue? Because as you mentioned, there's only select real estate that's available. And I imagine in many locations where people want to move, the selection isn't as widespread as as a family with extended members right. would like. Well, and especially if you think about all of the houses that are selling above the list price, and in many cases for cash or with larger than 20% down payments, 
that kind of prices some people out of the market. So what's interesting is that family members in not not immediate families, but it could be a cousin or aunts and uncles, or it might be immediate mom and dad, uh, multi-generational. They're teaming up to place bids on houses so that they can have all of their money work together toward one bigger house as opposed to each of them living in different spaces. And another advantage to that during the pandemic is that you don't have to quarantine away from your family if you're already living with them. So that, I think, is kind of a a more niche thing that we're seeing, but it is certainly something that's happening. I think the bigger trend is just this, you know, move out of downtown city areas and into the suburbs. And at least for the short term, these houses selling well above the asking price, huge uh, chunks of cash being put on the table for the sale to go through, uh, because obviously that's more enticing to sellers uh, to take a cash offer than it is to wait for somebody's financing to go through. You've been listening to Fox News and Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. We'll be right back. You wonder how sustainable this is with the vaccine rollout across the United States and offices setting target dates to return to work. I mean, if we see people moving back to cities or, or at least having to return to cities for work, I wonder how likely it will be that, that we'll see other seismic shifts in the real estate market. You interviewed a realtor today in the suburbs of Chicago. What did you two talk about? Well, we talked about everything that uh, she's seeing, which is what realtors across the country are seeing and, and everything we just described. And it's interesting what, what you mentioned there about you know, whether people will want to get back into downtown areas once the pandemic passes. But what we're, I mean, obviously that's something we're trying to figure out. Um, and, and these numbers that we got today are from Case Schiller. And part of their analysis was trying to determine whether this is a trend that was going to happen anyway, you know, which is as people get older, they live in downtown areas and then they move to the suburbs or if this is an actual shift in preferences where people who wouldn't ordinarily move to the suburbs are choosing to move to the suburbs. They said they'll need to analyze the data a little bit further to see that. But across the board, you know, realtors from here, I've done these types of stories on real estate in Las Vegas. I'm seeing it in Florida as well. Uh, People are choosing to move to the suburbs, and that is not a short-term commitment when you're buying, you know, you might take out a 15 or 30 year mortgage and that's not something that you uh, just do on a whim. I I mean, it might've been the impulse to start looking, but I think once you make that decision, you're committed to a house in the suburbs for a long period of time, as opposed to waiting for the pandemic to pass and then moving back to downtown. That being said, rent prices in the suburbs are also going up which indicates people are renting houses at a higher rate than they were before the pandemic as well. So those people might rent for now, see if they like it, and then make the decision whether they want to go back downtown. But I do think that we're seeing this kind of um, uh, shift to the suburbs, and a lot of the people who are making that move are going to like it enough and stay that uh, there. Especially, you mentioned people going back to work. You know, we don't know what the future of work is going to look like. I think for a lot of people who can work from home, they might have a hybrid uh, work schedule where they're in the office some days of the week, 
and then at home two or three days a week as well. So if you don't mind that commute for a couple days, but you wouldn't have wanted to make it five days a week pre-pandemic, then you might be willing to make that trade-off to live in the suburbs. You knew exactly where I was going with these questions. My, my last question has to do with just that. You've been interviewing Americans across the country throughout this pandemic. What's your sense on the level of comfort that people have working from home, having their kids go to school at home? And based on your reporting, do you think this is something that we are going to see once coronavirus is finished or at least broadly under control in the United States, a a shift in the way that people work and learn. Yeah, I do, because there's a huge advantage for employers to uh, to let employees work from home uh, because the talent pool is so much greater if they can hire somebody in any state in any part of the country. Um, So there's an advantage there. But I do think at the end of the day, a lot of people prefer the social aspect of going into the office. So I think there's going to be a change in in maybe not going to the office five days a week, maybe two or three days a week and splitting the time at home. Um, Because, you know, at at this point in the pandemic, a year in, a lot of people are still working from home and have been for a year. I think they're eager to get back into the office, but maybe don't want to go all five days of the week that they have to work. So I I think we'll see a shift. And, And I do think some companies prefer to have their employees in person, uh, at the office, working every single day of the week. So it might be dictated on a company-by-company basis. I think if you sample the majority of people, they might prefer to have a little more flexibility in their schedule. And I think, you know, if we learned anything from the past year, it's that we can still get stuff done even if we're not going to the physical office. So it could be as simple as, hey, you know, I need to work from home today. Is that okay? And it's it's very flexible, whereas uh, before you might feel obligated to go into the office no matter what. I do think schools are a totally different story, though, because uh, we have learned to appreciate during the pandemic the child care role that schools play. And a lot of parents are working from home and taking care of their kids at, at the, and the, doing schoolwork with them at the same time. And I think that is, you know, causing a lot of burnout among parents, especially. Um, and I think, you know, the vast majority of parents that I've talked to anyway would prefer that the kids are back in school. I, I don't think, you know, homeschooling is, is going to be a, a trend that's going to continue after the pandemic. Makes a lot of sense. Really appreciate your time and your reporting on these topics. Fox News and Fox Business correspondent Grady Trimble. Grady, thank you. Thanks, Trey. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.